esophageal foreign bodies are a less common type of obstruction seen in small animal medicine, but they are an emergency that must be rapidly diagnosed and treated. They are often difficult to diagnose due to mild clinical signs and physical exam findings and subtle radiographic findings. While rarer in cats, esophageal foreign bodies are often seen in dogs, particularly greedy dogs that wolf down treats and bones right away. Common causes for esophageal foreign bodies include treats such as rawhides, bones, fishing hooks, and needles. Larger objects such as treats or bones tend to get stuck at the location of the heart base or in the caudal esophagus, near the heart base and the diaphragm. Sharper objects such as bone fragments, needles, or fishing hooks may adhere to the wall of the esophagus and get stuck anywhere along the length of the esophagus. Common clinical signs seen with esophageal foreign bodies include acute dysphagia, pawing at the mouth, acute frantic agitation, hypersalivation, gagging, coughing, and regurgitation. Treatment includes anesthesia and endoscopy to remove the foreign body or to push it into the stomach for surgical removal later or to pass on its own. That said, what are the complications and what's the overall prognosis for esophageal foreign bodies? A recent study by Thompson and all evaluated 34 dogs that presented with esophageal foreign bodies that were treated in a large specialty private practice. This study found that the diagnosis of esophageal foreign bodies can easily be performed by every veterinarian, as 90% of esophageal foreign bodies were found on routine chest radiographs. While not all foreign bodies were radiopaque, based on the location of the foreign body and key radiographic findings, such as esophageal dilation, radiographs were key for diagnosis. Vet girl's tip, always make sure to include at least one lateral chest radiograph in patients with vague gastrointestinal signs where you suspect either an esophageal or GI foreign body. Remember, esophageal foreign bodies won't show up if you're just doing abdominal radiographs. In this study, 60% of the time, the esophageal foreign body was found in the caudal portion of the esophagus. Also, bone and rawhide treats were the two most common foreign bodies documented in this study, so good treats to avoid in pets. Not surprisingly, this study found that small breed dogs were the most common dogs found with foreign bodies. I think it's because they're greedy and wolf things down. The dogs that presented with a longer history of illness, in other words, those dogs that likely had the esophageal foreign body stuck in there for a longer period of time, and those that required longer anesthesia times were more likely to have a worse esophagitis based on endoscopy. These same patients also had a longer length of hospitalization. Thankfully, the outcome of esophageal foreign body was excellent, with 100% of dogs surviving. However, as esophageal foreign bodies require emergency and immediate endoscopy and anesthesia, the cost can be quite prohibitive for some pet owners. Thankfully, the cost of hospitalization is typically minimal. In Thompson and all, the average length of hospitalization was just under one day, notably 19 hours. In this study, almost 80% of the dogs had esophagitis, ranging from mild to severe. The majority of dogs were successfully treated with endoscopy alone. In 70% of the cases, the foreign body was pushed into the stomach, while only 25% of the foreign bodies were removed orally. Of the foreign bodies that were pushed into the stomach, 92% of the patients required no further therapy, with only two patients needing a gastrotomy. Most importantly, what do we do for post-op care? Most patients recover well and are slowly reintroduced to soft food 12 to 24 hours after the procedure. Other treatments include analgesics, like opioids or tramadol, 
gastroprotectants like sucralfate, famotidine, or omeprazole, antiemetics, and sometimes antibiotics, particularly if there's a secondary aspiration pneumonia. When in doubt, don't use NSAIDs as it's ulcerogenic. That girl side note on sucralfate, please use the pre-made sucralfate slurry, not a dissolved pill. Not only will it coat the esophagus better, but having personally taken the dissolved pill when I had a GI ulcer, it tastes terrible. Lastly, in rare severe cases, a low anti-inflammatory tapering dose of steroids may be necessary in cases of moderate to severe esophagitis to help decrease the risk of esophageal stricture. Care should be taken to rule out the presence of aspiration pneumonia prior to the use of steroids. Overall, this was a good retrospective study that evaluated a population of esophageal foreign bodies in dogs. That said, it was a smaller group, which may have affected statistical power. Also, the study didn't have a standard protocol for grading the degree of esophagitis. Lastly, only three cases had a repeat endoscopy to evaluate the health of the esophageal tissue. So it's hard to really determine if the presence of subsequent stricture formation truly was accurate. In conclusion, early intervention and rapid removal of esophageal foreign bodies results in a good outcome, with most patients requiring only a short hospitalization and short-term complications, including esophagitis. However, more serious esophageal perforation and pneumonia can occur, albeit rare, and can be fatal.